Welcome to Episode 7 of the First Step Podcast. Have you ever wished that your kids were more grateful? Well, today we're going to talk about five things you can do to raise a more grateful kid. Welcome to the First Step Podcast from your friends in Wombaland. This podcast is designed to give you practical tips that will help you lay a strong spiritual foundation in the heart of your preschooler. Hi, my name is Kendra Fleming, and I'm the host of the First Step Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to raise a grateful kid. Now, I don't know how much you've actually thought about raising a grateful kid, but I have a feeling you've thought quite a bit about the opposite. You know, none of us want to raise like a selfish kid, a demanding kid, a kid where the whole world they think revolves around them. We've thought quite a bit about the opposite. But have we ever thought about what actually helps us avoid those behaviors that we don't want to see in our kids? And so the secret is what I want to share with you today is actually uh, purposefully focusing on raising a grateful kid. Now, there's this amazing study. Matter of fact, if you just Google the connection between happiness and gratitude, you'll find research uh, from universities in California, psychologists in Pennsylvania. There's a Harvard Review article on it that there is a profound connection between a person's personal happiness and their ability to express gratitude and look for things in the world that they are actually thankful for. In other words, uh, expressing gratitude, it's good for you. And we know this already. We know that it's good for you and it's good for the well-being of our children. So today I'm going to jump in and share with you five simple practices or ideas that I think will help you raise a more grateful kid. So let's jump in. Number one is kind of a hard one. Number one is don't overindulge your kids. So it's kind of hard to think about how that goes together. And yet when you think about it, it really goes together, right? If you want to raise a more grateful kid, one thing we all have to stop doing is overindulging our kids. You know, my little grandson, Gray, he is three years old and he is into all things Toy Story. So for Halloween, kind of started where I bought him this adorable Buzz Lightyear costume. I mean, he looks so cute in that costume. And then next thing I know, I realized like he didn't have the full-size Woody doll. So I really wanted to get him that. And then I was kind of thinking about Christmas. And so I went ahead and got him the Jesse doll that goes with it. And then he was not wanting to go potty at school in his preschool. And so I kind of bribed him by buying the dinosaur. That's part of the next thing I know, I was like, every time I was out somewhere and I saw Toy Story pajamas or shoes or whatever, I was like in this mode of buying him all things Toy Story. Now, why was I doing that? Did my grandson need every single thing that was all things Toy Story? No, he didn't. This was fully within my control to stop this. I was overindulging my grandson. And here's the here's the bottom line. Can I afford to do that? Maybe. Is it the wisest use of my money? Probably not. But that's kind of irrelevant because ultimately, it's not good for my grandson for me to do this to him. So I want you to kind of think about this idea of where, what does it look like to overindulge your child? Uh, if you're in the habit of every time you go to the store, your child gets something, I think you should rethink that habit. It shouldn't be an expectation that every time they go to Target or the grocery store or QT or wherever that is, that they always get something. Um, maybe you kind of focused on a certain theme and they're into Bitty Babies or Toy Story like I just talked about or certain Disney characters. And, and before you know it, you have just bought everything in that theme for them because you know they'll love it. It'll put a smile on their face. And so I would really encourage you 
do not overindulge your kids. If you want to raise grateful kids, do not overindulge your kids. Overindulged kids are now kids that expect something. Instead of being grateful for what you've given them or for what they already have, you have turned them into children who now expect something. Okay, now that was practice number one. Don't overindulge your children. Now let's talk about practice number two. Start your day with gratitude. Start your day with gratitude. Like turn it into a habit that you you intentionally uh, refocus your kids. And before you send them out the door, or you head off to play or whatever your day is going to be full of, that you uh, intentionally start your day with gratitude. Now, here's an idea that I did with my kids when they were younger, and I don't do it as much anymore, but I kind of do it a little bit more personally in my quiet time in the morning, but I had a small whiteboard. And for a while, when my kids were younger, we would just start the morning and say, what is one thing that you're grateful for? And I would write the word. And if it was, let's say, mommy, I would write the word mommy. But I would, you know, when they were little and kind of learning to read and write, I would say it starts with an M and I would kind of turn it into a little bit of of a lesson for a minute. Sometimes I would draw a picture if they were thankful for our cat or our dog. My drawing skills are not great, but um, I would draw a picture. I would let them on the whiteboard. But When I added more kids to the family, we started just taking turns. Every morning, usually at breakfast time, I would say, okay, what is one thing that we are thankful for? And then I added the next question, why are we thankful for it? And so what I was really trying to get at is I wanted my kids to look around at the things that they already had. I wanted them to look around at the people who are already in their life. Sometimes, you know, they were thankful for their blankie. I remember my little son for a long time. He'll kill me for that, but he was really loved his blankie. And he would say he was thankful for his blankie. And I would say, why? And so just beginning to help them see and put words around There are things in my life that I'm grateful for, and why am I grateful for those things? So practice number two is start your day with gratitude. Do something very simple. Grab a small, cheap whiteboard from Office Max and help them uh, begin to write down what they're thankful for, and this will reframe your whole day. This will help your children start their day focusing on what they do have instead of what they don't. Okay, practice number three. Go around the table and say one thing that you're thankful for. Go around the table and everybody, mom, dad, whoever's at the table, whoever's visiting you that night, just get into the simple practice or habit of saying one thing that you're thankful for. Uh, I know mealtime can be kind of a crazy time of day sometimes for children in preschools, but mealtime is also this thing that kind of has to happen. Everybody has to eat. Hopefully you're kind of congregating together at least a couple of nights of the week. You're all together and you're at a table somewhere, even if it's at Chick-fil-A. And a simple thing that can help you like take advantage of this time where you're all sitting together is to say one thing that you're thankful for. Now, listen, the smallest child can do this. And they may even over and over again be thankful for the same thing or be thankful for something silly. But that's okay. You are instilling in them the practice of expressing gratitude. I want you to kind of think for a minute this idea of you, you, mom says something she's thankful for, dad says something he's thankful for, guests who are there say something they're thankful for, big brothers, little sisters, you go around the table. This practice again and again at dinner time, at, at, you know, several nights of the week. I want you to kind of imagine for a minute the impact that would have in the long term for your children to not only themselves express gratitude, but to hear their parents expressing that as well. So number three is go around the table and say one thing that you're thankful for. Now, number four is take advantage of bedtime and simple prayers of gratitude. 
Now, bedtime is another time of day. It's kind of like mealtime. It just fits into the rhythm. Everybody at some point, hopefully, is going to go to bed, right? And and I really recommend that you just kind of quiet down the day and, and you have this moment where you talk about the day and you say goodnight and, and you teach them to kind of reflect on their day. And so bedtime is this really excellent time of day to say, like, how was your day? And sometimes children will tell you things they're worried about, things that didn't go well, uh, things that scared them, things that made them mad. And those, those are all good things for them to get out and to talk about. But as you begin to wrap up the, 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 the questions and the discussion that you have with them, I want you to begin to ask them, what is something good that happened today? What is in the midst of all of it? And maybe you said some things that worried you and scared you and those kind of things. But let's look, let's, let's just discipline ourselves to look for this habit of what is something good that happened today? What in the midst of it, even if it wasn't so great, is something that you were grateful for, that you're thankful for in the middle of the day? It might be as simple as this warm bed that I'm laying in right now, I am thankful for. And as they come up with that one thing, you can begin to teach them a very, very simple prayer. It's a really great way to start, especially with young uh, two-year-olds and three-year-olds in those early days where they're just beginning to form words. So what I recommend is that the body of the prayer, you keep the same, but you interchange the space for what I'm thankful for. And that repetition will be really good for children to, as you teach them how to pray, but it will also make the repetition of the body of the prayer really familiar, and they can focus on the thing that they're thankful for. So it's really simple. Dear God, thank you for my bed. I love you, God. Amen. Dear God, thank you for my mom. I love you, God. Amen. Dear God, thank you for our new car. I love you, God. Amen. Whatever it is as you go through, begin to teach them that simple prayer of gratitude. And what you might not really think about is that you are at this point in their life and they don't even fully realize that you are recognizing that all the things that they have, all the things that they have to be grateful for, they actually come to them from their heavenly father. You're teaching them that God loves them so much that he gives them the things that they need. Okay, practice number five, say thank you by teaching them the words. Now, most parents that I know that I'm around, they want to be really great parents. And as I watch them parent their kids, they're constantly saying, what do you say? You say thank you, right? And so for a young toddler, even a little crawler, it's it's appropriate to be able to teach them. When you give them their snack, teach them to say thank you. Uh, when you help them with something, teach them to say thank you. Make sure as a parent you're saying thank you back to them. But I would really encourage you that you move beyond the rote answer of thank you and you expand it to be more specific. So an example would be when they're really little, you, you hand them a snack and you say, say thank you. And you're just teaching them the road answer. Say thank you. Uh, you know, grandma gives them a birthday present and you say, say thank you. And so when they're toddlers and twos, you're just teaching that very simple response of when somebody does something for you, you're grateful and you say thank you. But I really encourage you to move beyond the rote and as I head towards threes and fours, uh, teach them to expand their thank you. So for instance, uh, let's say their playroom is a mess and you jump in and help them. You teach them to say, thank you so much for helping me clean up my playroom. 
That would have been hard by myself. You begin to help them expand that there is a reason for their gratitude. Maybe they help you carry the laundry upstairs and you say, thank you so much for helping me carry up all the laundry. I could do it in one trip with your help. I really appreciate it. You expand the gratitude. Uh, Maybe around dinner table, you say, thank you so much for this great dinner. That's the best steak I've ever had. You begin to model and show them and you expand this gratitude. You begin to teach your children beyond the basic words of thank you, that there's more to it. There's an appreciation for the effort and energy that went into someone else serving alongside of you. Now, I don't want you to feel the pressure to like take on all five of these. Uh, Trying to do all five of these will be overwhelming. You'll just spend your whole day trying to, you know, work this habit or practice into your life. What I really recommend is that you just grab onto one or two. You try to implement it into the rhythm of your home. You see what works and what feels good. And here's what I'll tell you overarchingly. If you begin to, let's just say you take the practice of bedtime. You take the practice of saying one thing you're thankful for, reflecting on your day, and teaching your child to pray. And you do that three or four days a week, not even every day. You will have a profound impact on your child, and you will definitely raise a much more grateful child. Okay, so as we wrap up, one thing I want you to know, parents, is that gratitude is ultimately modeled. No matter how much we try these five tips and tricks and practices, uh, ultimately who you are as a parent and how you model gratitude for your child, it will have the greatest impact. It will be more impactful than anything else that you could do. And, And so parents, I would just encourage you, like reflect on your own practices of gratitude. How specific are you with your words when you say thank you? Uh, When somebody serves you and do you look them in the eye and say, hey, thank you for that. You made life easier today. You helped me with that. I appreciate that. Are you specific and are you clear? And do your children hear you? Do you thank your children when they help you or when they listen and obey and all all of the, the practices that you're trying to teach them? Do you thank them and express gratitude to them? At the end of the day, do you just simply lay in your bed after you're tired and the day has been busy and think about the uh, the things that happened that day that you're truly thankful for, the places that God showed up, the people that he brought into your life, the things that happened, and do you express gratitude? I really encourage you parents that you have your own personal practice of expressing gratitude. Uh, A few years ago, Andy Stanley taught a message about thankfulness and gratitude, and and we'll link it in the show notes. But his bottom line was unexpressed gratitude is basically ingratitude. That we can feel thankful, and I don't know about you, but a lot of times in my heart and my mind, I'm so thankful that someone helped me. But if I don't express that to them, if I don't say thank you, if I don't express my gratitude, then it basically is ingratitude. If it, It never gets out there to be expressed as true gratefulness to the other person. So parents... Just like that research I told you earlier shared that a happier life is a person who is every day expressing gratitude, not only does that impact your children, but it impacts you. Every day when you get up and you set the intention that today I'm going to look for a way to be grateful and you live that out, it impacts you and it impacts your children. I hope we inspired you today to just be a little bit more grateful, to find the time and the practice and the rhythm of your home to express gratitude so that you can raise some really awesome, grateful kids. Thank you so much for spending time with us, and I hope you have a really great week.